Hello, I am Heidi and welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we talk to real people and share true stories of overcoming life's challenges. We are taking life's lemons and making lemonade. Thank you for joining me. Hilda, welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand. I am really looking forward to getting to know you and I can't wait to hear your story. So start out by telling me just a couple of little things about yourself. So I live in Utah and um, I have three kids. I have my oldest daughter is almost 16. My son is just turned 11 and my youngest is seven. And um, I work in mental health. I work with teens and I also love sharing about our family and my, my 11 year old is blind. So I love sharing about our journey. It's been just racing him and just having him and helping him do all the things that he does because he's pretty independent, just like any other 11-year-old boy. So that's how our family and my husband um, is amazing too. He's He helps me with all the medical things and just super supportive. Um, so that's a little bit about me. <laughs> that's awesome. That's amazing. I know how it is. You do that mama bear stuff, or you just want to take care of those kids and give them all the world that you can. And so I want to hear your story. I got to hear your lemon to lemonade story. So, um, when my son was born, so my oldest daughter was four, my son was born. Um, we noticed his eyes would bounce. Well, first off, he was born and he was in the NICU. And that was really hard for us. It was really hard for me to come home and not be able to bring my baby home. Yeah. And um, I always, I just had this feeling like there was more, like it wasn't just low blood sugar. That's why he was in the NICU. It was more like, I just had a feeling that he was different. He had a special, there was something special about him. And um I went on all, at all his like baby checkups. I would tell the doctor his eyes bounce. They bounce. He's not tracking. Tummy time is like faceplant time for him. He doesn't, he's not interested in, you know. And um, the doctor referred us to an ophthalmologist and she um, did an MRI. And yes, it, um, it, she told, she found that his optic nerves were underdeveloped and she, called me and I still remember this is probably the hardest day one of the hardest days of my life sitting in a rocking chair holding my four-month baby and having her say before I tell you these is there someone there because you're gonna need someone there after I give you this news oh. and I just knew you know she's gonna tell me he's blind and he is blind he she said he's your son is blind he has optic nerve hypoplasia you know there's resources and like she, everything else she said after that I just kind of blurred out because you know once you get a diagnosis like that for one of your kids I just thought how am I going to be a good enough mom to help them learn how to do all the things you know like how is his life going to be how are we how is our family gonna like how is he gonna be happy and you know how is he gonna be able to grow up I had never been around anyone who was blind. I didn't know Braille. I didn't know anything. So it was one of the hardest things to hear her tell us that my son couldn't see. And 
so what I did is I started looking for resources. I started trying to find other parents with the same diagnosis, septo-optic dysplasia. So he isn't only blind, but he also requires medication. He has, um, he lacks hormones in his body. So he needs growth hormone and injection of growth hormone every single day, hydrocortisone medication and thyroid. And we had to learn how to give this to a little baby. <laughs> it was, it was really hard. So that's what I say. My husband is super supportive because he's the one that does the shots. I'm the emotional one who holds my son and, you know, he's gotten better now. He's 11, but it was so hard to go through all those things. And so I started looking for resources. I couldn't find anything. There was hardly any blogs or anything, you know, there wasn't a lot that I could find. So, um, I just worked with the school of the blind. They would come in and they would do visits. And then I started working with, um, just like families that I would meet there. And I could see that there was a need for more for family, for parents of children that are blind. So, um, my, my degree is in psychology and luckily I was able to graduate when my son was up five months old. So I started working with nonprofits that worked with early intervention, like one of them was Kids on the Move, and they all taught me so many ways to help my son reach milestones that I just thought this needs to be shared. So I started a, I started a social media to be able to share our story, you know, to provide support for other families that were going through the same diagnosis. And I started, you know, just focusing on every milestone one at a time instead of like thinking, how is he ever going to take steps? How is he ever going to hold? Um, how is he ever going to run? How is he ever going to climb? You know, all the things that little kids do. I started taking one at a time and just focusing on celebrating the little victories. And my son started reaching all the milestones. And I mean, it wasn't. At the same time as my oldest did, it was delayed. But every time, you know, his first steps, his first, the first time he was able to sit up, the first time he was able to do everything was just so special. And what I learned was that blind children are just as capable as sighted children. They, they can do all the things. It just takes them a little bit longer to learn those things. And I mean, Ashton my my son's name is Ashton. He has he is so independent. Now he he's learned how to ride a bike. He's learned how to ride a skateboard. He is just taking on everything that he wants to do and you know whenever he tells me, "Mom, I want to learn how to do this." I find a way. We find a way, you know. We find someone who knows how to do it or we work on learning how to do it. Sometimes we have to close our eyes and you know imagine how we can help them to do those things. And sometimes there's adaptive programs. I mean, it's just been amazing. Just the lessons that I have learned after getting that diagnosis and raising a child that is blind, the, the whole new world opened up for us. And um, the most beautiful thing is that my son has taught me to see with my heart that you don't need to see everything with your eyes you know, you're seeing with your heart, you can learn so much more about others when you see them with your heart. Like he's just taught us so much. I guess I, you know, I would have never learned any of those things if I 
if he wasn't part of our family, if we had never got that diagnosis. And now he goes around, he, we just got back from Boston. He was part of the National Braille Press Gala and he was able to speak there and talk about the importance of Braille. And I mean, like, he's just amazing. Everything he does, I just, you know, I thank Heavenly Father all the time because it's a miracle. It, it really is. We went from feeling so scared and so afraid and dealing with this diagnosis to seeing so many beautiful miracles and blessings. And it's just changed. It's changed our, our family. It's changed the way we see things. And we, we love being part of the blind community. We love learning from them. And we, we, we love how much, how independent and how capable Ashton is and just you know it's it's just been a beautiful journey for us that's incredible so if you could change anything would you Uh, maybe just the fact that I was so scared if I could Mm. go back and just like tell that mom that was rocking her four-month-old baby and just give her a hug and just say hey everything's gonna be okay you know it's it's gonna work out and it's gonna be even more than okay it's gonna be beautiful what an amazing gift you've been given to have that, that vision about it and to have that attitude about it. Like, I think that is such a beautiful thing that you can tell these moms that might be just facing this for the first time too. And you're like, you're going to be okay. Like you're going to actually be okay with this. And it's going to be a beautiful gift for your family. I think that's amazing that you can teach that and use your voice to encourage others. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, and I've been able to talk to parents from on, on social media. I've been able to talk to parents from all over the world and I always get the most beautiful messages from them because they just see Ashton doing things and they just say, I, your, his story just gives us so much hope. We just got this diagnosis and we don't even know where to look. We're devastated. We don't know, you know, what the future will look like, but just seeing your son doing those things gives us so much hope. And I never, you know, I never thought that that would be part of my story. That would be part of our family's story and that my son would be inspiring others and spreading hope that way. Yeah. Amazing. I love this so much. I'm so proud of you guys. I think that's incredible that you could use your voice though, because it would have been easy for you to resent it and be mad and sad and feel all the feelings, you know, of, of worry and upset. And, and now you're, you're encouraging people who are kind of in that situation that helps them determine like how they think about it too. And it'll change their thought process and their belief in it. And they'll be encouraged and have more positivity about it. It's been a huge change of perspective, really. Yeah. Just being part, having a child with special needs, having a child with a disability, it just changes the way you see when you see someone that is different from you, you know, you, you just, you know how much that person has had to work to get to where they're at and also how independent and capable they are. Like oh. there's, there's just, it's amazing just seeing my son getting around and using his white cane and reading Braille and, you know, and playing outside just like any other 11 year old and, just things that I, in my mind, were impossible to see them, you know, to see him doing those things. It's just, it really has been beautiful. And 
we would have missed all of this. And I, I've told this to other people before, but I used to think when I first got his diagnosis, like he's going to miss out on so much, like we're going to miss out like sports. We're going to miss out on this. We're going to, you know, he won't be able to drive like all these things. And now I see it the other way around. Like, I think everyone else is missing out because like I get to raise this boy that sees with his heart and teaches me so many beautiful lessons along the way. And not a, not a lot, a whole lot of parents get to raise a child that is blind and learn those things from them. Oh my goodness. Okay. But maybe other people are thinking this too. And you, you said this earlier, how does a blind child ride a bike? You gotta tell me like, how is this possible? <laughs> Cause like so, you said, you close your eyes and imagine doing things in the dark. It's like, yeah, I go bike riding every day and there's no way I close my <laughs> eyes for a second. <laughs> so how so, I gotta know, I've gotta know. We got him a balanced bike since he was two. He got on that and he used to just walk it. He It was just funny because he would just walk the bike. He wouldn't even sit on it. He would just mm-hmm. walk the bike. And then he eventually started sitting on it and he would scoot with his legs and do it. And he got bigger. And obviously the bounce bikes are really tiny. So I found a company that made one that was big enough for him to still be able to ride it. So he was a seven-year-old who had a balance bike (laughs) instead of like a pedal bike, like other kids. Uh And then one of his friends was like, well, your bike doesn't have any pedals. Like, how come your bike doesn't have pedals? And then he came home one day and said, mom, I, I need pedals. Like all my friends have pedals and they say, why I don't have, why, how come I don't have pedals? So we got him a regular bike and I was so impressed. I would have never thought in like 10 minutes he was going on that bike. And yes, it, it has to be a place where he's familiar. It has, he has to be with other people, you know, to, to be able to not go off on and get lost he just needs a guide and he's okay. He, he can balance on the bike and he can pedal and he can get around. And oh, yeah, that's, so that's how he, that's how he learned. And when I say like, we had to close our eyes too, I just, I had to find tools to be able to teach him these milestones. Right. Like I had to think out of the box, I guess I have like, what are some things I can do to help him reach those milestones? And that's why we got him a balance bike so young. Mm-hmm. Because I knew, you know, maybe he won't be able to pedal a bike, but maybe he can learn how to balance on a balance bike. And then he eventually learned how to ride a bike. And it's it's got to be also, it can't be like a super high bike. Like he's on a 20-inch bike still and he's 11. So, I mean, it's not like he's riding a huge mountain bike or anything right. like that. Right. Of course. But he's, but he's riding he's a bike. Doing it. And so, he's doing it. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So it's, yeah, it's amazing how he's able to do that. I, I love helping parents of blind children. I, I love spreading hope and sharing our story. And I'm so glad that I'm able to do it in um, social media and just, you know, different conferences and things. I'm on this board too now where I, where we, for the American Printing House for the Blind, it's just crazy how it all started with this diagnosis. And now it's, I'm so glad that we've been able to help so many people from something that was so hard for us. So it's just um, incredible that I can say, oh, this is, this is what I get to do now. So it's just, it's just amazing. 
what I would say is if you ever come across someone who is blind, don't, don't ever doubt that they're just as capable and independent as anyone else in the room. Like, and, you know, and don't, don't ever be afraid to get to know them either because they are the most amazing people love to talk. My son loves to talk. (laughs) And I mean, he just has this way of just loving others and caring for others that, that I don't see in a lot of kids because, you know, they just, they don't see things the same way he does. And so I, I think having, knowing someone that is blind is a huge gift and I hope everyone gets a chance to at some point. I love that, that he sees with his heart, you know, and that, that would be an amazing way for, for all of us to live. And you've got that example right there in your home and what a gift. So thank you. Thank you for sharing this and thank you for being a voice and for all the parents that you're helping and encouraging. So I'm just so proud of you. And I just appreciate what you're doing and how you're teaching others that it's okay. And that blind people are the same as the rest of us and they just see different. I just think that's great. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me today. You're still here? Well, then enjoy this little outtake from that interview. Like a social media or a way that you want people to get in touch with you? Yes. So on Instagram, it's it's our page is called Our Blind Side. And then I, it's the same on Facebook. It's our blind side too. Okay. Um, and I'll put links to those in the podcast notes. So I'll have that. People can click right on that to reach you. Okay. Awesome. And then we, we did, uh, we do have a TikTok too. My son loves talking on his TikTok, oh, so cute. <laughs> but it, it's, it's also called our underscore blind side. So. Okay. That'll be fun. He's got to get some new fans. So that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Well, I love that. He's just doing it. He's living it. So what an example to all of us. I think that's a beautiful thing. Thank you. I have enjoyed spending this time with you. You might have a friend struggling with the same thing that we talked about in this episode that might enjoy listening to this too. So please share this episode because no one is alone at the lemonade stand.